Welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Welcome to another episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal podcast. My name is Brad Gabrielson. Today's guest is Roller Arm Representative Greg, Greg Moe. How are you doing, Greg? Good, Brad. Have you have a nice weather in Fargo, North Dakota today? Actually, we are, and I actually gave myself a haircut. I've been cutting my hair for quite some time. Uh, so I don't know if, if you think it's, it's good, but I think I look pretty sharp on the homemade haircut deal. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Did you get your haircut? Because I know the other day it was quite, uh, miskempt. No, I I combed it back. So it looks better now, don't it? Well, today we're going to spend a little time talking about, uh, part one of the, uh, Paralympic games, of course, uh, in, uh, Tokyo, uh, go over some, uh, events and some successes. And then in part two, I'll go ahead and, and talk about a little bit more of the struggles and the uh, things that the hurdles the Paralympians had to overcome and, and that sort of thing. But for part one, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Well, to me, that was uh, one of the best put-on uh, games that I've seen in a long time as far as the, all the stuff that they did. And it, it was cool. I thought, and uh, the United States was represented well. So did you have a chance to watch it? Yeah, I watched some of the uh, um, the uh, bike race. I watched um, some, I, I love the basketball games and, uh, and the rugby and uh, some of the track and field. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was great. Well, it sounds like to me um, that although the uh, the regular the regular Olympics was down by almost fifty percent for viewing, it says here uh, on the uh, on the update on the uh, on the ratings, it says the Paralympics vault in to steal the show. The twenty twenty Paralympic Games have arrived to add some magic to an otherwise rote weeknight. Here it says seven sevens night. Even before the opening ceremony, the Paralympics added icing on the cake. It averaged uh, almost a million from 9.15 until late. That was after The Voice averaged 1.6 million. So it's looked like the uh, Paralympic uh, ratings actually were quite good. So I think people actually were kind of liking the idea that... uh, they were actually watching something where not only were the Olympics uh, competing, but I think there was less drama um, as far as um, politics were involved. I don't know. Did you see a lot of politics involved, Brad? No, I just, I just saw saw them uh, just 
do what they're there for, and everybody did their best. And it was a great uh, way to show camaraderie. And so, so it was amazing what what the the disabled community. They have some great athletes out there, and and that was good to see. Yeah, and it looks like uh, we're first in the market, really, for viewership. The station, NBC and Peacock, that carried it. So I think people are were really interested in it. I think, uh, you know, they were averaging, you know, I don't know what it was, eight million uh, viewers, which is which is better than, than the regular Olympics. Uh, I didn't happen to catch all of it, but I did watch some wheelchair basketball. I didn't get a chance to watch. Uh, wasn't there one called, wasn't uh, the rugby called murder, murder, murder ball. Like the movie, there was a movie called murder ball, which yeah, actually a great movie came out about, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever it was, but. Yeah. I, I believe, I believe that that's what it was called, but then, uh, you know, and it was awesome because you, you can take your frustration out and still be uh participant you know what i mean you can run into people and you know oh, it's oh, it's brutal yeah it's brutal but it, it looks like fun did they have it in the olympics murder ball rugby they called it yeah they did have it yeah they, how did how did the u.s uh come out with that they did they did uh, fairly well. I can't remember if they got gold or I think they medaled, but I can't remember what it was. But it was an awesome sport. Yeah, I would recommend everybody uh, out there that's listening to go ahead and, and rent, stream, buy whatever the uh, movie called Murder Ball because uh, it's just fantastic. Uh, a lot of excitement very well put together um and it looks here like uh the wheelchair rugby team brought home the silver medal here after uh they uh they're lost a, they, yeah they lost to britain it looks like yeah and then they had seat volleyball the girls seat volleyball what's that the girl did uh won a gold i believe in the seat volleyball where they're sitting down on the floor Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, you see stuff and it's like, are you kidding me? What, how are you able to even do any, do something like that? I enjoyed, um, the swimming. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe some these, some of these people didn't have any legs that were participating. Yep. I hear something a little off the track here. This comes from a uh, uh, vantage point. And uh, there was 21 military veterans representing Team USA at the Paralympics. Did you know that, Brad? No, I did not. You didn't know that, did you? Nope. Well, see, here we are to bring... Uh, bring knowledge, uh, providing insight, and bringing perspectives. It looks like there was uh, over 4,000 athletes, uh, 18 U.S. veterans, and three active duty service members, uh, the 240 athletes at the actual games from the U.S. 
14 Army veterans, four Navy veterans, two Marine veterans, and one Air Force veteran. VA uh, supports many of them through the Veterans Monthly Assistance Allowance, which provides a monthly stipend for disabled veterans training in Paralympic sports. That's now, a good program, it sounds like. Now, that's cool. Uh, now, here's a, here's a Paralympic uh, kind of a star, if you will. His name is Will Gruel. Will Gruels is a Navy veteran, okay? He's in a wheelchair, and he's a five-time Paralympian and Navy veteran. He actually got his first taste of adaptive sports at, you've probably heard of this, the National Veterans Wheelchair Games. Are you aware of that, Brad? I've heard of it, yes. Oh, yeah, it's pretty huge. Well, he was doing rehab at the, at the Seattle VA after a motorcycle accident and left him paralyzed. And his uh, team of therapists said, hey, uh, introduced him to adaptive sports and quad rugby. So 20 years ago, uh, he competed in the first National Veterans Games. Um, and actually, they are in their 40th anniversary of holding the games. So... Uh, this Will Gruel here um, is one of the most accomplished veterans in, in history. He's got he's earned six medals in two sports, rugby and cycling, including two gold, two silver, and two two bronze. And here and here's what he says, which is just stellar. He says, "Quote: When I was in the Navy, my goal was to travel around the world to serve my country and experience a lot of things." Gruel said. Now. Adaptive sports has helped me to recover from my injury and allowed me to continue seeing the world. So that's just one of the, of the many veterans that uh, are competing here. Uh, I do have the full list here and what they're competing in. Uh, there's really no, really no way to share it with the, the listening audience uh, because it's not video and we have no uh, ability to list things on the actual podcast but there are a number of uh, a number of paralympians uh and i'll just go through the list of the activities uh we have cycling but a few cyclings paratriathlon we have several in the paratriathlon rowing we have one in rowing uh we have a couple in shooting looks like to watch pardon me it was neat to watch What's that? Rowing? Yeah, canoeing. Oh, and we have uh, one in, in swimming is all. We have a few in track and field, one in wheelchair fencing. And of yeah. course, the wheelchair rugby. In um, the tennis, wheelchair tennis is cool. I watched that. That was pretty cool. They played doubles. They did. Yes. And they can move too, boy. They, they're fast. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I don't know when Will Gruel did this, but he is, was not, of course, part of the uh, 2020 games because I think uh, that was in the past. But, uh, yeah, I can imagine that that would be something to see uh, that you were talking about there. Yep. They're fast. They were. Yeah, even in basketball, they just fly down that court. You know, one of the things that kind of interests me uh, is archery. We had one 
a participant in archery, okay, mm. by the name of Andre Shelby. Now, the reason that's close to me is because I am an archer, technically, because I uh, have shot a compound bow uh, many years ago. Uh, I switched over to a crossbow, uh, which is meant for now a crossbow is similar to a bow in that it looks like a bow, only if you were to shoot a bow, it's up and down a crossbow, you just, the bow is turned horizontal. So imagine turning the bow horizontal and putting it on and taking the barrel off a gun and putting a bow at the end and then having a little hook that comes out on a rope that takes the string and you wind it back and click, it clicks into pace place. You have a safety and then you go ahead and shoot it like a firearm slash bow. And you can have a, a, a sight on it. You can have a, a scope. Uh, and so it's actually quite an interesting sport. I also, of course, participate in bow hunting and also was uh, involved, of course, in the tragic uh, misfortune of impaling myself deep into my inner thigh <laughs> of my left leg above the knee to the groin with an hunting arrow with a broadhead on it, which is a yeah. razor, three razor blades with a razor tip. Uh, we're not going to go into that too much of how I impaled it and how mm -hmm. I indeed lived and made it out of the woods at night during a thunderstorm alone in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah, you got nine lives, my friend. I've got nine lives, but again, you can go ahead and that is a podcast in the past called uh, Arrow in the Leg, yep. uh, part one and two. Uh, if you want some uh, somebody to explain uh, something that is that is probably going to make you say, oh my gosh, several times as we go through that. But that today, yeah, I'm going to say ouch. Uh, how did he not know? How did he not know? Uh, part, part two describes how I didn't know it was in there, uh, 24 inches deep into my thigh, uh, one quarter an inch from the femoral artery. Now, Brad, today we're going to make it happy talk. Uh, if you were to participate in any of these, uh, sports that I talked about, which would it be? Would it be wheelchair fencing, rugby, track and field, shooting, rowing, uh, cycling, archery, what would be something that you can see yourself do? Or would you rather like the participation award? Well, I'd like to, to be honest with you, you didn't mention basketball. I have played wheelchair basketball. So I think that would be my favorite sport. I would have two. And that would be um, track and field, like, you know, like doing the, doing either, um, you know, where you're raising the chairs or and then also basketball because I played that. I love playing basketball. And I'd like to have play murder ball or rugby. That, that was, those are, you said two, you said one sport, but that's three that I, I'd love to play. But I'm too old now. Yeah, I'm 61 years old, you know. Well, let's go ahead and run through actually the sports for para athletes, or not para athletes, but the athletes participating in the Paralympic mm -hmm. Games. Mm -hmm. um, archery, athletics, 
which I'm not sure what that is. What's athletics? Uh, okay, long jump. Men's 5,000 meter. Uh, 100 meter. Shot put. Discus throw. Javelin. Javelin. I thought they discontinued that because people were getting impaled. Uh, that were kind of down in the way. No, no, they still have it in both. They still have it in regular Olympics and the Paralympics. Okay. And then we have badminton. We have bacha. Uh, what's bacha? Um, is that bocce ball or? I'm not, I, I think so, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, there's canoe sprint, which I think what you saw. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. It looks like. Uh, and you said that somebody did, in fact, medal in that race. Yeah, but she wasn't from from the United States. Uh, I, I believe uh, if, I'm, if I'm remembering the one, she was from Great Britain. It was a lady that I saw. Ladies, ladies competition. Oh. And okay. men competition too, but um, I can't remember his name, but he was only 18 years old. And he could make that uh, that canoe fly. Well, two uh, Brits medaled in the 200 women's sprint, and it was one of them was Emma Briggs from Great Britain, got the that's, gold. That's the one I saw. Um, the bronze uh, was Jeanette Chippington, and Australia pulled up with the with the uh, with the bronze. Uh, the men they did not medal in the two hundred meter. It was uh, the Australians with the gold, Ukraine with the silver, and Italy with the bronze. And then the two hundred meter meters, it was the Ukraine with the gold, Russia with the bronze, and Great Britain with the bronze so definitely some interesting stuff there um with the canoe sprint uh moving along here we you, met, you meant i'm not to interrupt you i'm sorry but you meant metal uh you meant silver for you said bronze twice oh yeah yeah we've got uh moving on we've got cycling uh, road cycling men's c4 and five road race and then women's c1 through three road race um, so that's the sport class is depending upon your level of injury right and it looks like uh the us won zero on that yep. uh, it looks like the netherlands uh really has did well in that in those events mm-hmm Looks like it's just a number of countries, uh, Great Britain, Japan. Uh, so, uh, yeah, road cycling, definitely an event that would be. Would that be. would be cool. And then, of course, Brad, you've got the equestrian event, which, as you know, is riding giant sea turtles. Isn't that what yeah, that is? No, horse. Oh, it's horses. Yes. Oh, it's. <laughs> okay. Equestrian, equestrian would be horses. So that uh, 
Did you happen to catch any of that? Because that looks like that would be fun. Uh, no, I did not. Not for the uh, Paralympics, but I I um, caught some of it. Um, I know that Bruce Springsteen's daughter, I think, got, but I'm mistaken, she got silver. Is that right? Yes. That was it the, the irregular Olympics I'm talking about, you know. So, but she got, I believe she got silver. I know she got a medal. So. Well, they had a couple different events. One was called um, dressing freestyle test and dressing individual freestyle test. I don't know what that is. Well, so what did they do? What's a freestyle test? Did, did they ride like around uh, obstacles and try to beat a time? Or Well, I, I think the uh, shoot. Oh. They did some ju- jumping over obstacles, I know. Jumping over obstacles, huh? Yeah, like, you know, like, and if you knock a pole down, you get penalized so many seconds. Oh, sure. Well, but you mentioned Bruce Springsteen's daughter. She must have been in, uh, not in the freestyle. Uh, we're going to go equestrian, uh, let's see, individual yeah, test, individual test, test to music, team test to music. Okay. Uh, a lot of different things there that. Uh, it's kind of cool. Lisa, Tr- Roxanne Trennell got the gold uh, in the individual chest, chest grade one. I don't know. I don't see old Springsteen here, but perhaps. Uh, Perhaps I am, uh, I am missing it. Maybe she's going under another name, but I know it's Bruce Springsteen's daughter. Okay. You mentioned uh, it on the broadcast. Now, what about this? It's called Football 5A Side. So, that's rugby, right? No, wheelchair rugby. Okay, so football. Okay, they have football. And football would be like soccer, right? I would think so, yes. Okay. Were they actually pushing the ball to wheelchair? No. That isn't that wheelchair rugby? Wheelchair rugby is you grab the ball and you go to each end. You gotta get across the each end. Yeah. yeah, football, you have to get to the end as well. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any of that. I saw the one where they had those, where they walked out the, uh, walked out some people that were blind and they had a sound on the ball. I forget the name of the sport now. But anyway, anyway, um, it was amazing to watch. It's the first time I ever seen that. I'm going, how in the heck can those people? You know, they're all blind. They got their eyes covered. Is that is that called goal ball? Goal ball. That's it. Yeah, and the ball's got a the ball's got a a, a sensor that throws off a noise, so they can hear it. 
And some of those athletes are fantastic. I mean, some of I mean, I watched the female. Um, my golly, I, mean, I was impressed. Hmm. It was awesome. I mean, some of those athletes are just, they all are great. I mean, they're, I mean, and they, they, they shoot balls between their legs and, you know, just to throw the, the goalie's painting off. And it was great. It was just, they had to go to a uh, shootout, I guess, or whatever they call it. And, uh, it was fantastic. I've never seen that before. Well, I'm sure their other senses are finely tuned. Oh, yeah. I'm, there's no doubt, but it was amazing to watch. <laughs> well, something I think you might have a chance at meddling in here. The next one is judo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, you know, I have a better chance of winning the winning the the mega mega jackpot. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You really do. You yeah, really do. Yeah. I'm not going to go ahead and argue with you there. Um, odds are not not attractive for that. But I thought uh, I didn't know there'd be judo in the in the Paralympics. But uh, uh, here we have powerlifting, rowing. Yeah. Now rowing is not the same as canoe race. Nope. Uh, that would be different because yep. you have you have singles, then you have doubles, and then you have coaxed mixed coaxed four. Okay. Yep. So I'm not sure. Let's see what kind of boat they use, but I think when they go into the doubles and foursomes, that isn't that kind of that long boat that you see in the rowing contests in the Olympics. Yes, I believe so. I always liked those. I loved watching those, the rowing contests, because they got to go down, they got to go around the thing, and then back down. So it's not only speed, but it's... Uh, it's um, Coordination. It, it, uh, yeah, what's the word? Speed and, and, uh, and uh, being able to, to last you know, for that long of a period of time. Endurance. Endurance that's the word. Endurance. Um, on the rowing. And then, of course, we have shooting. <coughs> and that's shooting, of course. Oh, yeah. They use an air rifle, correct? You know, I believe they do. Mm -hmm. I believe they do use an air rifle. Um, the U.S., of course, the barrel must have, be, must have been bent on the air rifle because they did not finish even in the top three. Yep. Uh, you've got a uh, somebody from, uh, I think, Slovakia, SVK, with the gold. The Swedes took home the, or the silver. And Spain went ahead and took home the bronze for that. So... Uh, but what's interesting is you brought up sitting volleyball. Yep. And what's odd is uh, that the women's did win the gold, Brad, in that. Well, they, they've been winning, winning, winning quite a bit. I know one of the players is going to be a mom. She was pregnant. Oh, my. So 
I think I think she was over five months pregnant, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, and um, she's gonna be a mom soon, and I wish her all the luck in the world. I mean, she's gonna, you know, she's a, she's a great person as far as that, you know, for that, no, for what I read. So, she'll make a great mom. An inspiration to all. Oh, definitely. China. They beat China, which is always uh, encouraging. A little bit of a, you know, rivalry there. Yep. We've got swimming. We had one U.S. veteran participating in the swimming. And then in the basketball, uh, we beat the whole, whole country in the, in the medal in the gold medal round. In the what? As far as, as, far as the men are concerned. And, but this is the first time uh, Japan was in any of the medal rounds. So they did very well, and they represented the host country very well. So, Are you talking about swimming? No, I'm talking about wheelchair basketball. I just wanted to uh, let people know that that was a, so they were very, very proud that they got silver. So Oh, sure. That's the first time they you know, so. A lot of firsts. Oh, yes. And then one of my personal favorites is table tennis, otherwise known as ping pong. Yep. There was no U.S. representatives who finished. However, um, China got the gold in the women's team, mm-hmm. class four and five. China got the gold in the men's class six, seven. China also got the gold in the men's team classes nine and 10. So no surprise that China is taking home gold in three of the five events there. Poland and France were the other gold medalists in the other classes there. Um, What do you think about Taekwondo? Okay, now that's also I like watching that because Brad back in the back in the day, uh, long before I was in the wheelchair, uh, I did Taekwondo. As a kid or what? Not as a kid, not as a kid. Uh, I had graduated. I was probably in my mid twenties, something like that, maybe thirty. I did Taekwondo. And uh, that's a great martial art. It's a Korean martial art, for those of you out there. And uh, Thai means to punch or smash with the fist. Kwan means to kick or smash with the foot. And Do means the Taekwondo way. So Taekwondo, kicking and smashing with the hands and fists and feet. And so it's a good way to take out anger and management. Uh, it's a very disciplined sport. It's uh, respect. Um, it also involves a lot of patterns, which is learning different. Um, it's like a, like a dance without music and you're not dancing. You're doing patterns, you know, moves and things. And that's part of your um, attaining your different levels of belts is how you perform in your patterns as well as some of the other activities 
Now looking at Tyke, huh? You have well, uh, I attained it was the uh, just about the second from black. Now it goes like this: it goes white. Start at white. You go to yellow, green, blue, purple, purple trim, brown, red, black, brown, red, black. And I was in brown just about to test for red, and I. Um, well, I quit. I quit. I don't know why, but that was, uh, and what you have to do is when you get to red and black, you actually have to have it done and do your test in front of an actual South Korean, um, like, a. Like a 10 time, like a, they have, when you get to black, they have different degrees, like first degree black belt, yes. second degree black belt. You have to have like a 10th degree black belt come from Korea. So when you go for black, yeah, it used to be that you had to, you had to bring in a master, a grand master from Korea to get certified. If you wanted that certification. Yeah. And so a very interesting sport there. Uh, let's see. So you can actually, you can actually do that sport from a wheelchair, you think? Well, evidently I'd like to see it. Uh, we had one, we had one, two, two guys, two guys that actually made it to the, what would it be? The, I didn't see the finals, the medal contest. Let's see. Let's see what we got here on the medal contest. Okay. Yeah, the U.S. took a uh, took a bronze uh, in the class, uh, which is forty four to seventy five kilogram, probably weight, right? And we had, well, I think that was probably it. And you know, the guy's the guy's last name is Metal, so Evan Metal won a medal. What do you think about that guy named Metal in the Olympics? Yep. So, just to kind of give you a little background on that. Um, then we have triathlon. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with that, Brad, but uh, what they do is they go ahead and they, they do three events. And after those three events, it's the guy or lady with the most points who indeed wins the medal. Is it like swimming, biking, and running? Uh, biking and running? Probably so, but I'm here to tell you right now that the women's gold medal was won by something called Kendall Gretsch. Okay, gold medal uh, in the women's. Uh, they also took a uh, a a, bra or a, a silver. Uh, there was no men who were up to the task, but I'm sure they performed very well. Uh, we've got wheelchair basketball, which I think is a, a personal favorite of yours. Oh, yeah. And the U.S. beat Japan, and, of course, Japan is the first time in the medal round, so very exciting to watch the Japanese participate, uh, of course, hosting the Olympics and uh, kind of one of the favorite peoples of mine. 
uh, having doing business in Japan and having gone there uh, several times to, uh, to do business and to participate in the trade shows. Very gracious, humble people. I just love the Japanese. Yeah, and they're very, uh, uh, they were very excited. They, uh, all the work they put in is finally starting to uh, um, show some, uh, what's the word? Um, Results? Results, and so, you know, I was very happy to see them finally get a medal so and they they were they played a great game so the united states you know congratulations to them but also japan they played a fantastic game so both teams be very proud so so i'm it was great uh uh, it was great television. I know that. Very exciting. Well, here's something you'll be interested in on the wheelchair rugby uh, murder ball is the U.S. actually took the gold in mixed rugby. Did, did you know the U.S. took the gold over Great Britain? No. In wheelchair I rugby? Wa- I did watch the men. That's the men. That's the, uh, that but is the men. You said mixed. Oh, mixed. What's that mean? I thought them girls and guys. Oh, is it? I see. Okay. Well, the U.S. took the gold. And then Japan, uh, let's see. Japan took the silver. Yeah, no, Great yeah. Britain. Great Britain took the gold. The U.S. took the, the silver. And Japan came in third. So that's another nice that's, medal. That's another nice medal for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you've got wheelchair tennis, Brad. And I don't know what you're familiar with that, but you've got. I said. I watched that, and it was amazing. And they could they could make some shots that were unbelievable. Well, it blows your mind. Exactly. It's like, what am I watching here? This is like science fiction. Well, well they play better than the people better do on feet. I mean, they on their legs, man. They could um, make shots. Oof. You know, and, well, here, yeah. Um, here's something that's going to make you happy as well. The women's double. Um, Japan came up and got the bronze in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women's double, the gold match. Uh, Netherlands actually beat Great Britain for the gold. Mm-hmm. The men's singles bronze medal match was uh, actually two guys from Britain. So they got the silver and the bronze. Uh, the men's singles bronze medal match, of course. Now, the gold medal match was uh, Japan against Netherlands, and Japan took the gold in the men's singles, Brad. Men's singles. They can fly in that in the chair. And the way they got the chair set up, they got... Um, a wheel in the back, the, the two um, main wheels, and then they got the two in the front. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it's certainly awesome. is. Um, you know, and if people get a chance, go ahead and go on the internet and go on the YouTube and look at some of these events. 
that we've gone over just to see how amazing it is. And also, I want to throw a little bit of trivia out there, Brad. Now, the name Paralympics, Paralympics. Now, what usually comes to mind when you see that name Paralympics as far as the meaning Paralympics? What does Paralympics stand for? What do you think it means? Paralyzed or? Well, that's, that's the first thing that comes to first of mind is Paralympics. Something paralyzed or something, but I know that's probably not the correct answer. Well, a little tidbit for those out there that want to uh, have a fun game, or it's just say, uh, "Hey, I've got a bit of tri- <laughs> a bit of trivia." Uh, what does Paralympic stand for? Now, para is, I believe, it's Greek, and it means beside, alongside, or after. So, in other words, para is alongside the Olympics. Okay? Mm-hmm. Alongside the Olympics. Okay. So that's kind of the meaning of the uh, word. I always thought it meant, you know, you're a para, you're a quad, you're paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, but indeed it's not. It means alongside. And it's held, you know, alongside or after mm-hmm. um, alongside of the Olympics. Yeah. Para. So just a little, little bit tidbit there. Um, but the great uh, conversation today, Brad, I mean, this is uh, a nice overview for part one of uh, the Paralympics. I think the next episode, we're going to go ahead and get into a little more of the, uh, struggles and the successes of some of the Paralympians. But uh, for now, Greg Mall for Roller Ramp and for Brad Gabrielson, we're going to go ahead and sign this one off. Right, Brad? You can contact me, Brad Gabrielson, at area code 1701-252-8560 or my email address is bgmarborough at gmail.com. Thank you, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. Sponsored by Rolleramp, this podcast features Brad Gabrielson, who encourages everyone with a disability to live life to the fullest. Rolleramp is a global company based in North Dakota dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.